No way we were going to break for the holidays and not have at least one more coach speak under the belt. So welcome in. Here it is. Brought to you by our friends at Artesia Water. Delicious. Just had a tall glass of Artesia Water before we got started, boys. Can't beat it. There's Iris drinking away. There we go. Good job. Now, I will admit. Corey, if that's Artesia Water mixed with some Mio, you're not, that's not really a great advertisement. It looks sorry. like you, you got it out of the uh, the, the separate. Sorry. I, this is, look at this. This is right, how much I love oh, Artesia Water. Uh, it's empty. Kind of looked like you went to the grocery store and grabbed a different brand of water. No, no, no. Sorry. My fault, it. everyone. My fault. Yeah. See, I, I can do this. This is coffee made right. with Artesia water. There you go. Made with Artesia water. So there you go. We're all set. Artesiawater.com. More on them in a bit. All right. Away we go. Let's get straight to the coaches. You know, that's Ira and Corey. I'm Jeff, and you guys are you, and you're watching us, and we really appreciate it. Ben, welcome to the program. What do you got for us today, buddy? Guys, I'm really sad. As you can see, I've got my Baylor shirt on. I was ready to bring you all an awesome Dave Aranda clip, but for some reason, I tried two different sources. I can't get it to work. I even played it on YouTube. The guys can't hear it. Uh, so, unfortunate. I don't know if Dave has uh, cast some voodoo spell on us or something or, or what we do happened. Know, we, we do know Dave was introducing his offensive coordinator they're in desperate need of coordination, mm. certainly there yeah. at Baylor. Maybe that's just a sign we needed a break from Dave for now. It's the offseason. Let Dave get his house in order before we see him again next year, telling everybody how much he appreciates the questions. Yes. Absolutely. Going so with our theory, going with our theory that you know his public persona is the the yoga instructor, but behind the scenes, he's really the evil mastermind. Right. I think he's created a blocker. So that he yeah. he can't be on Coach Speak anymore. That's why my theory. <laughs> he's he's become famous because of Coach Speak. Yeah. Dave, you got to understand, we give out our Coach Clip of the Week, which is the Dave Aranda Coach Clip yeah. of the Week. It's what we do these days. Come on, Dave. All right. We love you, Dave. What do we got, buddy? So I'm going to let you guys uh, wallow in my self pity a little bit. My alma mater, uh, University of Louisville. Kenny Payne is eight and thirty four. As the Cardinals head coach, uh, they just lost to Arkansas State last night. They are in shambles, and that's putting it lightly. Here is Coach <laughs> Kenny Payne. Shambles. <laughs> the team itself and where they are as a team, and even you and your staff, it just, you know, negativity just, just starts to kind of pile in on you. Um, how do you deal with that with them? I think it affected them in this game maybe too once they got behind. How do you – what do you do because it snowballs, it feels like. Um, you know, for me, I try to constantly talk to them about what's important. Um, and I use it as teaching moments. Um, I think that sometimes, you know, fans, critics, um, they look at something and they, they see it just in wins and losses. Right. Weird. And not really fully understanding that there's young people that, um, read, hear everything that people say. A lot of teaching um, moments. And that hurts them because they trusted to come here. Uh, they trusted. Um, and this is a part of the journey, the journey to be a great player, the journey to be, um, to conquer yourself is to be able to handle clutter, to handle chaos, to handle critics, to handle and then still be true to who you say you are and what you want and your goals and aspirations. Um, you know, I think that they are learning that. Um, I Every think night. that they want to win. I think that they, they work hard. But something has to happen within them to where they are able 
to show it. And I'm constantly talking about we have to earn respect, that it's not going to be given to us. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and that's respect from the littlest things to the referees, to the opposing team, to our fans, to the opposing teams. That twice. I yeah. want us to earn respect. So um, that's the best answer I can give you. Not a good one. Do you have any concerns? Do you think at all about your future here as losses mount? Is that something that is? Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say distractions. I'm eight thirty-four. Is on your mind at all? Yes. No, not really. I, if I live my life, um, not be true to myself, um, I probably would. But I live my life in faith. I live my life knowing that. Um, to be honest with you. Am I doing right by the young people? And every single day, uh, I question that. And what I mean oh. by question it, yeah. when the day is over, did I cheat Scott Clark? Nine out of ten days, no. Now, just that, that one day. Did I cheat Trey that White? Day, every Tuesday, no. I seem to cheat did the I hell cheat out of Brandon? Scott Clark. No. I live my life that way. What Not a worrying about the outside. Oh. Can we fire Hopefully him now? that answers the question. Scott, Sky Clark's like, Coach, you, you just said you didn't cheat the other players at all, but me, 10% of the days we're interacting, you're cheating me. What's going on? Which day is it? Tell me ahead of time. Also, that's way too many lessons for one group of kids to learn. They, but, 8, 8 and 34, that's a lot of damn lessons. But think of how – hardened and emboldened they'll be when they come out of this. I mean, they, they have or, learned. You mean they when they're in the portal? Or, yeah. Or, or beaten down by life and I, this belief they had in that coach. I, man, it, that this is uh they were excited when they hired him. Yeah. I mean, there was like, that were, there were, that was like, I mean, people at Louisville were like fired up that they were going to get because, you know, Chris Mack, the things had ended so poorly there. And then, you know, Kenny Payne, I thought they thought he was gonna be a great recruiter and bring all this energy. And it has been just a disaster. And it's kind of hard to watch. It's that looked just like that one. And they're hard to watch. Yeah. They're hard to watch. Because they're laborious, too. He's not even energetic about the losing. He's just kind of like, he, too, is beaten down by this whole process. He's just, well, you know. 90, I, 90% of the time, yeah, I'm just, not cheating these kids. I mean, character. Well, and he's also the same guy that called out one of his players for not wanting to go into the game because he didn't have his leggings right, uh, right. or whatever it was. And, it's and like, that's how kids are today, Corey. Right, but it's like you're talking about how they have to understand criticism and critics and everything. Well, you were that kid's biggest critic, and you made it You made it a national story. Publicly, you did. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else did. You did. And it became. It, now he has to hear about it on Twitter. And all the noise and all the chaos and the clutter, but you're that was one of the 10 days he didn't make his life better. What wait, wait. Was, uh, go ahead. All right. no, I was just gonna say, have you noticed a trend here, guys? Coach Speak is good for us as uh people that work in the field of sports covering games, players, coaches, and all that. Because I'm noticing a trend of guys when they lose a lot. This is kind of akin to Billy Napier's constant complaint about the critics. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Can we when did this happen that coaches feel entitled to a point where they don't believe after losing excessively that they should have to answer to the critics of said losses? I mean, Jesus, man, well, that's what the money's for. 
Well, no, I agree. But he was, I think in his case, he was talking more about the players having to deal with the critics and all that. Hey, what, what can we do to, can we uplift Ben a little bit? What can we, after watching that press conference, what can we share with Ben to kind of give him some hope? For the future, what well, we, is there? Is I there mean, one Kenny more? Payne so- will be fired in the next two months. I yeah, mean, that's I told. Will be fired, and it is possible to turn it around quickly if you have cachet. If you have a cash, kind of a, a cash, program. cash yeah. and cachet, both. Yeah. You could take yeah. the A off that too. Yeah, just but, but I'm, saying, I'm saying, like you know, Florida State turned it around with the right hire. Mike Norvell is a great example of what can happen after you're in the doldrums and it's not good and press conferences look like that. And the next thing you know, you get the right guy because they have tradition at Louisville. Go get you the right guy. He is clearly yeah. not it. So so the takeaway clearly. here is the takeaway here is you just want it to continue to be a disaster to rip off the Band-Aid and not. Oh, yeah. Just be done. All right. Yeah. Get, there you go, Ben. The rest of them. They just lost to Arkansas State. They could lose all of them. By a lot. It wasn't like they lost on a buzzer beater. They lost by a lot. They're horrible. He is a horrible coach I feel at Louisville like, anyway. I feel like when Ben comes back on, he's going to be like like crying. No, I think he'll he's be good. fine. I think he's he, gets he, he understands what's going on there. <laughs> Tough, guys. I'm also a Pistons fan, so uh, I've been going Woo! through it. Uh, hey, hey, Ira and Corey, just so you know, him talking about the Pistons, I don't think you guys know this. They've lost 21 games in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 21. Incredible. In the NBA. In the NBA. 45 yeah. of their last 49. Joe Dumars isn't walking through that door. Dude, Isaiah Thomas is not walking through that door. Rick Mahorn is not yeah. walking through that door. This is un. I mean, they could be playing those gentlemen right now on their team. They have the same record. <laughs> Absolutely. That's 64 years old. <laughs> Bill uh, Lambeer out here dropping uh, threes yeah. on that ass. On this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To build off your point, Jeff, uh, this is one of my favorite things that I've gathered from Coach Speak is when uh, reporters ask a coach a question and they say, oh, I haven't reviewed the film yet. Uh, And we're going to see that out of UCLA coach Mick Cronin after his team lost to Villanova. Uh, He's also going to throw some players from Villanova who just beat him under the bus. Listen close to this. This is Oh, Cronin, man. Block out on the uh, air ball. I got to see the There you go. Good start. Again, though, Ben, I'll tell you. We missed multiple blockouts, you know, multiple blockouts. Um, and I would point mainly to a Dembona. You know, we're playing teams. We play mid-mate. We get, and I love him, but you know, they got two guys with ten rebounds. Can he, I mean, you know, you're, if he he wants to be who he needs to be. He's got to get some games with twelve and fifteen rebounds. He's got to go get the ball, man. Got to go get the ball. I mean, Eric Dixon, it's not like he's a great athlete. Oh, man. He's got 10 rebounds. <laughs> you know, the other kid, Burton, played four years at Richmond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, go get the ball. M- multiple chances. Multiple chances to be a dominant rebounder. Just, we're not going to win until that happens. Like, we don't have any, we're too young everywhere else. Like, he's got to be an all-league player for us. So, I, I've got to figure it out. i got to get him there. I gotta get it. I gotta get that out of me. That's fantastic. The best I'll, part is, you. I mean, how many times? 98 percent of the time, if reporters ask specifically about one player failing, you know, in, in an area, a lot of coaches are gonna turn it to the team. It's not just on that one guy, right? Yeah. Not yeah, I know Cronin. he would go for eleven yeah. tonight, but did we create the right kind of shots for him? 
Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, it's not just him. Mick Cronin's like, no, no, no. You didn't ask about my guy, but I'm specifically going to point to my guy. Yeah. And, and I'm going to throw one of their guys under the bus just to make my point. Yeah. He played a Richmond for four years, gang. And the other kid's a horrible athlete. Can't jump over a phone book. And he had 10 rebounds. He wasn't at Richmond for one year. He wasn't at Richmond four for two years, years, gang. Yeah. Four he years. He acts like schools like Richmond don't have a rich history in going right. to the NCAA tournament. They do. It's like, like play. oh, that guy played at Dayton. Yeah, Dayton yeah. makes it half the time. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Not UCLA. Not UCLA. And like it's it's odd. It's like he's he's calling the guy out and then he says, right. I gotta get him there. But yeah, you don't want to put so much weight on one player. Basically, like if we're gonna be any good. This kid needs to be all all conference. It's like, well, all right, man. That's a lot of pressure on whoever you're talking about. No, he 100%. He 100% went into this press conference wanting to call this kid out. Like, yeah. he wanted to do that, which is fine. I mean, he's pushing buttons, whatever. You got to coach your team. But then to to point out that the other team's the got, strays. man, those guys are scrubs over there. Yeah. Who just, just beat your weeks. ass? Who yes. just beat your ass? Yeah. Man, it, it is an interesting way to motivate, though. I've always thought this. Like, I, I don't get the reverse psychology here. It's like telling your kid, look, you're not very smart. And yeah. these grades, these grades really resent, uh, present the, the case for you of being an average student. Maybe that's well, on me. Well, that's what Maybe I, I've got to get you to where you need to go. I mean, that's and your brutal. neighbor, your neighbor is like, uh, look, man, Jeff Cameron's kid is getting better grades than you. <laughs> and he's adult. So how are you not getting grades like this? That's what Cronin's doing over at his house. It's crazy. Like, what a weird way to motivate anybody that you care about. That's just ruthless. Like, well, you know, they, I appreciate the question there, John, but uh, it's really about Steve. He sucks. Yeah. Can't get Steve, him to play. Steve's killing us. Yeah. Yep. Cronin's got Mick Cronin's got a chance to make multiple appearances this uh Oh, he does. Yeah, he seems uh, miserable. Keep an he eye on him, always has ben. been. Yeah. Keep an eye on him. But he usually gets his guys to play hard, whether it's he this does. tactic Absolutely, or what. Usually, yeah. they do play hard. Usually. All right, Ben. What do we got? Yeah, that was. I think that was a coach speak first. There, I don't think we've ever seen that before. Uh, let's stick with basketball. This is Marshall head coach Dan D'Antoni. Great name, by the way, oh. on being the oldest head coach in college basketball. Mike D'Antoni, now the oldest coach in Division One. Number one. <laughs> Long standing. <laughs> I've never was the best, but I could stay longer than everybody else. It's nothing to brag about. I wish a lot of W's would come with it. Uh, but I feel good. You know, I, I felt bad. And I, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'll say it. I had long COVID for three years. Oh. I felt like crap prior to before the last season. That season we dumped down, I was hurting. I didn't know if I was going to make it another one. You don't have energy. Uh, you know, it's not fun. It kind of went away last year. So I feel good right now. This is the best I felt. I, I couldn't couldn't lose weight. I was eating all the time because it hurt. And you eat. I was up to 203 pounds. I'm down to 176. And, you know, but I have the energy to do it now. So, you know, I feel good. I want to coach as long as I can. I love Marshall. I want to stay here. I want to ride out on the, with the trumpets blaring. All right? But I appreciate you guys, and thanks a lot. Let's go hurt. I like this dude. How yeah. old is he? I don't know. It's a good question. He didn't look. I mean, he's wearing it well if he's like in his yeah. 70s or something. Well, and his brother still looks good, too. Like when you see him coaching. It's in the I mean, jeans. Yeah. Dan Tony's doing some things. Um, 
he seems like he'd be fun for any reporter to cover because he's kind of grandiose and really honest all at the same time, but humble in a weird way. Like there's a lot 76. of 76. Cool he's 76 wow. years old. Oh, buddy. We got wow. no chance to look that good at 76. No. And he's got the, uh, and he's coming off of three years of long COVID. And a thick ass quaff still that he has to oh, slick yeah. back. So much hair he has to slick it. Oh my Lord. That's impressive. Yeah. No. He's, he's, He's probably, you know, not no offense to him. He wears it better. But like Signetti had the the, the gold ring, pinky ring. I think D'Antoni does too. Yeah, I but he like. yeah, but he definitely wears it better and better. Seems like he he's kind better. of more fun to be around. Uh, a lot a whole lot more. Yeah. Born in also, 1947. Wow. He also wears the sweater well. He's pulling it all off, guys. That whole we like look? everything about him. Yeah, That's everything. My about guy. Him. That's my guy. I like we him need, a lot. We need uh Florida State to schedule Marshall. We need Marshall on the schedule in the next year or two so we can get one, you know, just in-person interaction with him. Well, that would be, be two very old coaches going against each other. Maybe the well, two oldest in the country. Yeah, yeah well, we, yeah, we'll see if, yeah. Hey. Probably, pro- probably a Marshall win if that happens, guys. All right, Ben. All right, Ben. <laughs> All right, guys, we got one more basketball, and then we'll switch over to some college football. Uh, this is Tennessee assistant Rod Clark. Uh, talking about the Vols matchup with Illinois and all the old dudes out on the court. I kind of like this one. All right. I sleep really well knowing we're going into these games. I really do because we have really competitive guys. We have guys that take pride in guarding, and they love matchups, you know. I, I say all the time, I was joking with Josiah after practice, you know, he, he's old, so certain things don't excite him as much as they used to. <laughs> matchups like this excite him. Like he's ready for him. He wants him. That's uh, all of us, Josiah. <laughs> Anytime he sees a name with a high point total next to it, in his mind, for sure he's going to guard him. That doesn't matter if it's Zach Eady, Terrence Shannon, doesn't matter who it is. Like, he, he wants to crack at him. So, our guys are prepared. Um, we're going to get some more preparation today. They're, they're excited to see the matchup. They're excited to guard Terrence. Um, they're excited to guard Marcus Domas. They're excited to guard Ty Rogers, Quincy Guerrero. They're, they're, they're excited to Everybody. guard everybody. So yeah, I think it's gonna team. be a fun game, really competitive. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot of passion and energy. It's gonna be some old dudes trying to go at each other. So it'll be fun. Some, Wait, old, some dudes. old dudes just going at each other. Who won that game? Do we know? Do we know who won? Yeah, Tennessee won. There you go. They were you know excited. Why? You guys know why they won? Because they're all mm-hmm. excited. They were excited about guarding everybody on the team. Yeah. I mean, name the entire roster. There was a guy on the bench going, they're excited to guard me. That don't ever play. I don't ever play. <laughs> I, I, I average two a game. Please yeah. don't guard me. This is <laughs> there's crazy. No there's no what you, need. What do you think doesn't excite them anymore? Like he said, there's some, some, they don't get excited. They're old dudes. They don't get excited about everything. But you know, I, guarding I, scores. Yeah. I, I, it, it, we're all old here. I mean, everything still excites us. It's, it's tough. It's tough. When you get our age, you're like, eh, a bath. Like I don't get excited about baths anymore. When I was a young kid, I'd go splash around in there. When I was nine, I got excited about baths. That was the last time I think. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So he's probably the last bath you took Ira. Ira, when was the last time you took a bath? I'm going to you know what, man? I think I took a bath when I was like, 20 because I played uh like tackle football. We used to play pickup tackle football in college. Yeah. No, I mean I was just like, yeah, just so worn out. And I just was like, man, let me just lay in some water and see if that helps. Little Epsom salt. Tried to see if that would help, and it didn't didn't help. It doesn't work, by the way. That's a scam. Epsom salt's a scam. Uh, Good marketing. Baths are a scam. 
Well, you're li- you're lying in your own filth, Corey. Well, I know. I know. That's the downside to a bath. That's yeah. why that kid at Tennessee is not excited about him anymore. He it's realized I'm like laying in filth. Tub. No, hot tub's great. Hot tub's yeah. wonderful. A bath is in the water also, gets cold. Yeah. Folks, don't fall for the Epsom salt scam. I'm telling you right now. Don't I mean, it's a PSA. I, hope, I hope you're right because you're, you're slandering Epsom salt right now. Well, we're not going to get that endorsement, guys. So I'm just letting you know right now. I don't care. But I already got the you, best endorsement we can. I have I have bruised my tailbone more than once, and then thought, let's do the Epsom. So it doesn't do anything to help your tailbone. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I bet you uh, laying in some artesia water does have medicinal purposes. Too cold. Yeah, you, you know, can do the cold. It's the uh, like ice, the yeah, the ice bath. Thing. Yeah. yeah. One thing's for sure about artesia water at artesiawater.com <laughs> is that if you took the the actual water you pour out of the machine that I have yeah. over there in the kitchen that you yeah, guys have right at the here. house, the empty jug that Corey showed. It, that is like an ice bath. Yes. I mean, that water is. is cold. Oh. I, that's yeah. the coldest damn water other than like a mountain river that yeah. I have ever been around. I don't it's even glacial. Like to touch my hands. It's, so it's cold. like a glacier. It's glacier water. Unbelievable. And then you, did you get your refills last week, Jeff? I did. Hey, listen, we went through at the Cameron household. We went through five freaking jugs. So when I came home that day on the day that we did coach speak and you said it was on the way, you weren't lying, buddy. Pulled in the driveway, five brand On air, drugs. I'm about to fill up my water bottle with artesian Do it. water. Do it. How can fo- While he does that, Corey, how could folks at home experience what Corey is now experiencing? Go to uh, artesiawater.com. It's artesia with a Z. And, uh, again, they service the North Florida area over into maybe into east, eastern Alabama and into south Georgia. Uh, incredible. Uh, just, again, we've all experienced it. It's great water. You can get it service delivered to your house or your office if you're anywhere in this area. And uh, if you mention Coach Speak, you get the first month free, and Ooh. they'll deliver it to you. And like like we said, they you put out your empty containers once yeah. a month. They replace them. You get fresh crystal spring water in uh, in your house from an artesia water source in the panhandle of Florida. It's awesome. And it's really easy. It's really easy to do the, the cooler thing. I can do it. And if yeah, I, man. I, I want to point it. something out. This is not part of the endorsement. I'm sure that they'll – kind of raise an eyebrow, but it's nothing but flattering for them, Ira. You don't have to get nervous. I'm just going to let you know, this is the kind of honorable business people that they are. Not only are the water, is the water, they pay their bill before I send it. It's the fastest I have ever received a bill. It's crazy. Oh, good. All right. These people, they can't wait to pay. I have to tell them to stop. Don't pay me yet. A full month hasn't gone by. Can we give you the money right now? No. Awesome. That's good to hear. Also, for fans of uh, Seminole Headlines, you'll be happy to know when we ran into Dr. Birch, who yeah. sponsors Seminole Headlines? Uh, she said she's looking at switching uh, in her office to Artesia Water. Boom! To support, support Artesia together. Water. So. People bringing people together. Yeah. That's what we do. We bridge it all. It's perfect. Communities, businesses. Sometimes, you guys. sometimes we're trying to get coaches fired. Sorry, Kenny Payne. And uh, sometimes we're you know bringing business. I want to say this. Let's make this crystal clear. Like Artesia Water, Kenny Payne is getting himself fired. Yeah, that's fair. That's we're fair. we're not doing any. We're not eight and thirty. We're just pointing out that he needs to be. Yes, he needs yeah, to be fired. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. a joke. Yes. All right, Ben. What do we got now, guys? I know I can't wait to move down to Florida to experience yes. a piece of water um, for myself. There we go. Come on. I'm excited. Uh, let's switch over to college football now. Uh, Tulane coach John Sumrall 
has some lofty goals for the green wave. Uh, at least he, he said that in his introductory press conference. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. What I tell all my guys is, look, you don't want to fight me because I, I don't fight fair. I'm going to win. Mm. But our vision here is we're going to win conference championships. We're going to win bowl games. I'm telling you right now, I'm speaking into existence. We're going to make the college football playoff, and we're going to win it. All right. Uh, let's uh, go. You're not going to do that, but you might you're make not gonna it. You're not going to do that. Not going to happen. I like the crowd they, shot. They could make it. And we're going to sell out this stadium every time we play it. We need your help. I so mean, a couple, couple things. I was just at Tulane. I told you that earlier this year, I think, after we had another Tulane clip. I ran down that field. You know how little that field is? That field is tiny. I've never seen it. Okay, so it's a beautiful campus. Tulane's it's not the, the Superdome anymore. Oh, no, no, no. Wow. It's at the place where the original Super Bowl was, the first Super Bowl. It's, hmm. That's the field. Hmm. And it's awesome. It's such a cute little stadium. Buddy, there may be 20,000 seats at that stadium. So they're not going to have a hard time selling that out. They ought not have a hard time selling yeah. that out. They might very well have a hard fans. time. It's not I mean, the big yeah. house. Yeah. It's no. It, it's a tiny place. Now, it's quaint and charming, and the campus is beautiful, and it's in the best part of New Orleans, and that's great. But, man, you shouldn't have to beg to get, like, 25,000 people in that stadium. Come on now. So what's the better approach? Is the better approach to – undersell and try to over deliver yes or to start off by promising you're going to make the college football playoff you can't do that there's zero chance that they're going to win the college football playoff as he stated right. he said they're going to win it he said yeah he said it. they're going to make it and then win it yeah he throws we're going to make it there and we're going to win it no you're not yeah. you I mean, nobody not. in that room nobody in the room believes that yeah no well, right it's too late but yeah. they can make it they'll they have an avenue well to make playoff, it yeah. they're not winning a damn thing correct well, you know, they'll win a conference and they can make the playoff. But that's uh, what I'm saying. You don't even have to do that. And listen, he also wrote the joke about don't get in a fight with me because I'm going right. to cheat and I'll win. That's a bad joke. That's not funny in any way. Somebody could have checked his notes and been like, "That's I don't know what that is. You know, leave that out. Leave that out. <laughs> so the night before, he's getting yeah. ready for his press conference and he's reading it over to his wife. Honey, what do you think about this one? I mean, oh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty good. Pretty good joke. Pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Pretty not, funny. Not, well, you know. Not good, but don't do that. Just say you're excited to be here. You want to continue the great tradition of Tulane. They've actually been pretty good lately. So, you know, you can talk a little bit about that and you talk about where they're headed, but 
Don't tell people you're going to make the college football playoff and win it. You ain't cheat and cheat right away. Your first your your first sentence is I'm going to cheat because I don't fight fair. It's like well, well they like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I, like I, that. yeah. That's whatever you got to do, man. Whatever you got to do, I'm all about that. That is the only way, by the way. I might add that they have any chance of going to and winning a college football playoff. There had to be a lot of cheating. Well, right. He's laying out the blueprint for us <laughs> in two sentences. We're going to get to the playoff. We're going to win it. And I'm going to cheat my ass off to do it because I don't fight fair. But also, there are, is no cheating anymore. It's out in the open. Yeah, well, well and also, tamper. he also can't get fired for cause. Because if, if he does get caught cheating and they fire him, he's like, look, I told you I, in my <laughs> press conference when you hired me, I, I don't fight fair. I cheat. That's yeah. what I do. You can't turn around and fire me for that. I would like him a lot if around campus, when people see him walking to the facility, how you doing, coach? Cheating like always. And he just keeps walking. That'd be my man right there. Slapping, like, their, right. slapping their coffee out of their hand. Yeah, yeah. I don't Steady fight fair. Just walk. <laughs> that would be great. It'd be awesome. Ben, what's next? I think we've got another coach speak first. Uh, let's go to South Carolina State and HBCU. They just hired Chennis Berry to take mm -hmm. over, and he is fired up about being the head coach at South Carolina State. I, I, I actually like this one. Uh, let's By the way, Chinnis is a great agree. name. That's a cool name. I'm, I'm probably more excited than anything about where I'm at. I mean, South Carolina State, I mean, you're talking about, to me, that's the blue blood of college football, HBCU football. I am HBCU. I've been on the HBCU campus since 1991. As a player and as a coach, I've been on the H. So the last 32 years of my life, I've been on the HBCU campus. And I look at South Carolina State as the top of all top dogs. So, again, that's the mindset that I have here. And, again, Let's that's go. why I chose to be the head football coach at South Carolina State University. Yeah, he's winning. All right, when you're following two living legends, it's, it's, it's no easy task. I mean, I'll tell you what. But, but I have that uh, what I call mailman mentality. See, regardless oh. of what, the mailman, that's what he got to do. He got to go to work. Rain, sleet, or snow. The mailman got to go to work. You're going to expect that package. The mailman got to go to work. So when you follow on two living legends, man, you, you got to be able to roll up your sleeves, all right, and get ready to put your feet to the ground, all right? And like I tell our players, buckle up your chin strap, bite down on your mouthpiece, and let's get ready to rock and roll. It's a great day to be a bulldog. I'm excited to be here, and let's go get it. Let's go. I'm, go, a, go I'm, a, I'm a little more confident in his fighting than I am the other guy. I agree. The guy Tulane. I, this, this sounded a little more authentic to me. Than my, also, than my guy at Tulane. He's, well, I mean, he's got the bona fides. He's been doing it for 32 years, yeah. and he wants you to know. Also, that is a sweet suit. Yeah, that and guy, he rocked it. Also, pulling off the rare baseball cap suit combo yes. and looking great. You're on it, Ira. You're yeah. on it. I was thinking the same thing. Nobody really pulls that off all that well. Sometimes at the NBA draft. Yeah, that's yeah, about, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, when they're done, in the, that's about it. But that was impressive. I didn't like, I'll be honest with you guys, though, I don't like the analogy of the mailman anymore. You I, would use that? An Amazon, I would use an Amazon Prime deliver <laughs> yeah. truck driver or something. They deliver seven days a week yeah. through rain, sleet, or snow. They That's also correct. have drones. They might be dropping off your packages now. Yeah. The mailman is becoming obsolete in our it's lifetime. It's like Ira's movie references when we're doing no. headlines. Yeah, hey, when he uses Porky's or Godfather or something, yeah. Just because, Corey, just because you don't interact with your mailman like the rest of us commoners do, right? you don't realize you're marginalizing mailmen. Yeah, don't do the that. Mailmen and women are the fabric of our society. 
I see my mailman every there. day, Corey. Every not day. every day, because yeah. I know you don't on Sunday. I do. I know you don't I, on Sunday. I, so I right away, you're working six days a week and not seven, because they First don't work all, on Sundays. They take Sundays off. They they actually oh. do do deliveries on Sunday. They deliver on Sunday in my neighborhood every Sunday. Don't know where my guy is then. Your he guy just takes sucks. it off. Yeah, I guess my might guy, be a woman. I don't know. Man. It's just it's packages and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just packages and such. But they deliver them, and it's the U.S. mail. My but guy we would agree lives that like with, from here. we would agree that like more people are delivering pa- delivering packages with Amazon and UPS yeah. than ever we, before. Do we need to give Amazon any more love, Corey? What the hell? You working for Amazon? I mean, I'm just, I'm just you know, look, our, we love Artesia. Yeah. We love Artesia. <laughs> but is Bezos watching? I don't know. I don't know what we can do. He could give us our own water supply. Hey, that guy like, won the press conference, though. That's what we're saying. I like yeah, him. He was great. I like him. He's going to do He's well. Tough. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. I'm going to check their scores and root for them. All right, Ben, what do we got? Yeah, best introductory press conference that we've had so far. He uh, blows yeah. old Kurt Signetti out of the water oh, there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Six. By the way, uh, what's the uh, what's the transfer portal count up to, Ben, on uh, old Signetti? I think it was at twenty. It was it was high twenties the last I saw. I haven't checked it. Uh, no duh. It's, it's getting close. It's getting close. Yeah, those no players duh. watched that press conference too. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking at this and going, "I'm not, I'm not dealing with this for like, the next yeah. year of my life." <laughs> uh, this is uh, an interesting exchange over Zoom. You know, bowl season they have both coaches on a Zoom. Uh, mm-hmm. So this yep. is Coach Speak Legends Lane Kiffin. And James Franklin, I, I wonder, too, uh, circling back to an old Coach Speak episode, if this is the reporter who asked James Franklin the question that we had about uh, just throwing it deep no matter throwing what. Throwing it deep, yeah. Oh, right. or you didn't answer my question. James and Lane on a similar subject, same subject, I suppose. But, James, you announced the hiring of Andy Kotelnicki a couple of days ago. What will the preparation on offense and, and the approach on offense look like from your staff from that vantage point between now and this matchup? And, Lane, preparing for a, a team that – uh, dismissed their offensive coordinator after 10 matchups as you get to gather the film for this and get, get into it. How much do you take into account what has happened in the last two weeks versus what happened in those first 10 weeks? Good question. Well, obviously, without getting into a whole lot of strategy with Lane actually on this uh, call, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but, yeah, you know, obviously, um, you know, we made a change and we have co-coordinators and they did Lane's a great listening. job you yeah. know, for the last two games He's of here. the year. And we got Andy here. So Andy will be here more just taking everything in, getting a feel for how we operate the culture. Very similar to when we hired Manny, um, be able to be here, be around our players, uh, be able to sit in all meetings, be able to see strengths and weaknesses, so that literally the the day the uh, bowl what do you game think of that ends, jacket? you know he can jump in with both feet and get. Yeah, it's going. a look. So uh, we'll yeah. we'll keep things structured Michael the way Jackson they have look. been for the last members the only? Last two games. That's of the what I was thinking. Is Looks he outside? Only. Yeah, Coach Kevin. Well, I'm glad James went first there because I didn't know much about the situation, so I was hoping James would answer. So then I would have my <laughs> answer to that. So. Um, sounds like we need to prepare a lot for the last two weeks. And, um, <laughs> you know, we know that um, they have great players led by a great head coach and um, obviously made a difficult decision and one that was in the best interest of their program. And they've done a, a really good job the last couple of weeks. Uh, so um, we'll go to work on this. And um, I'd like be to be anywhere but here. Get some bowl practices mm. before we get to a, the great city of Atlanta and play – an awesome matchup yeah. uh, game. Oh boy! If, if I, 
Hey, hey Matt, if if any of the old Miss reporters could ask Lane some questions, that could give me some understanding of what's going on in his program too. That that would be helpful. We'll, oh, he's, he's we'll do our best to help you on that, Coach. No problem. That he hates that reporter so he much. He must hate him because yeah. the question isn't outrageous. No, I think they hate I think each other. I think Ben's right. I think it might be that guy. It uh, has to be. But I, I like that guy. He's unafraid. <laughs> Well, obviously, well, James had to fire some coaches after that blank show that we just watched. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gary, comment, Lane. <laughs> asking, and also asking Lane about the opposing offense. He doesn't give two rats behinds about what the other team does on offense. He's just no. looking at their defense. Oh, that's good. The uh, I don't I, the thing about. Uh, you know, Is the he whole doing it playfully. Do we think Franklin when he came back on? To say, hey, if you, anybody can ask That was questions. playful. That was, was playful, but a dig. But a dig. Okay, all cool. right. But, yeah, as far as the appearance goes. A, a grasp on his personality. And then you were, uh, you were, well, he's got kind of a dry sense of humor. But the, uh, the about his attire, he definitely looks better, I think, in the normal post-practice coaching gear thing. Like, yeah. I didn't like that. He looked like an evil, like a gen- evil genius or something with the, the leather jacket or whatever and the. He just didn't look like he uh, he normally does. Lane does it right. He's just got the old school college. Here's a collegial. You know, I got my I cap got my and visor. Yeah. yeah, visor and go. sweatshirt. I think Hoodie. this is. I think this is the last one. Ben, is that right? We got the last one coming up right here. Yeah, we got one more. We've got to honor our guy Jeff uh, Craig Bowl at Wyoming. Yes, he is retiring. Wyoming. So uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna hear about what Craig will do when he retires, and then we're gonna hear from new head coach Jay Sawvell on his favorite Craig Bowl moment. I know you guys are excited. I'm heartbroken about this. I don't like this. You guys are such creatures of habit. What are you going to do with all this free time and we stay in Laramie? (laughs) Well, you know what? Uh, My wife and I, and like I said, my wife and I talk at the, at the end of each year and uh, we've got new adventures that are out there. Uh, You know, I, I think uh, uh, an opportunity to still be involved somehow with college football. I don't know what those parameters are, uh, but uh, um, you know, we have horses. I like to play golf. Like I said, I may have a Manhattan and smoke a cigar tonight. All right? What's your favorite Craig Bull story that we don't know that you can share publicly? Let's go pass on that. <laughs> Watch it. I, I will be really careful with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? That's that's a great question. I tell you what. Um, I, I do know this. I... I, I uh, I'll just leave it at this. Co- Coach Bowl can make a great Manhattan. Not just a good one. Man. He can make a great Manhattan. Oh, well, I believe that's, it. That's what I'll say. And he also makes a tremendous steak. I believe that, too. And uh, Yeah, I believe that more. Uh, probably, maybe, I don't know. The only story I could probably tell is uh, uh, I have an appreciation of Silver Oak now, thanks to working for Craig Bowl. That would be my one off-the-field story, I would say. The only thing I would say, I'm going to interrupt here, that door I about broke my foot during our COVID year when he oh. showed up. I was impassioned about protocol, and Jay wasn't so much. You remember some pretty pointed discussions of me kicking that door. That he didn't have his mask up. The Where this tie is right now would be where my mask would be quite often. And he came in here one day and we, first of all, our defensive staff always met in this room, right? And so, but they're, we're like 15 feet apart. So we must have had like super COVID going in here because I'm standing there one day up there at this, the, the keyboard thing. 
and I had my mask down, and he comes in, and just hotter than a hornet, and, and he was like, you know, like, damn it, you can just go home if you want to put your mask up, and I'm like, man, I'd have to be blowing it on people from here, but I think, you know what, now that he said that, the one favorite thing that I have, and we have on video, is during the COVID year, he would carry a six-foot piece a PVC pipe around at practice and be jabbing players with it to keep six feet apart from each other. Nice. And to this day, it's wow. one of the funniest things. Out of a completely wreck of a, of a year with all the things that we all had to go through, um, there's a couple things that, that came out of it. And I think maybe the other one was the fact that, that how frustrated he was that we couldn't practice outside when, uh, uh, when we first started that year because of the forest fires. So we had to be oh, man, so, man. I tell you uh, what, it's great stories. Coaching I love in Wyoming is tough, man. Yeah, it's a whole You're different ball game up stars. there. Yeah, you I got it. You got PVC pipe to keep kids apart. You got to tell your defensive coordinator to put his mask on. And oh yeah, the forest is burning. <laughs> the forest is burning behind us. I feel like Wyoming's football coaches should wear chaps. Like I like think the that Texas they should... Longhorn cheerleaders. No, yeah. I think they should just they should dress up like real real cowboys. Also, like that's not a bad idea. Like a vest, like a yeah. vest, a badge, a hat. Oh, badge and a hat. Like, yeah, okay. Well, they're not a sheriff. They they're don't have a badge. Town? I yeah. think they could be. Okay, they, they could be. Also, Wyoming just lost a real cowboy as a head coach. They, they did. They just lost. Well, a real you boy. say that, but I'm. I'll be honest with you, and I only know this because my ex-wife loved the show. But is it a Manhattan? what they all drank on sex in the city. Wasn't that their drink? I guess you guys wouldn't know, but I, I'm pretty sure Sarah Jessica Parker, they would always go out and order Manhattans. I've, and it's I've like, had I don't like you. You have. What's up? I said, you have, I've had a Manhattan before. It's not my cup of tea, but I will tell you he talked about silver Oak, right? Didn't he mention that as well? Yes, He did. Um, that's a wine, guys. That's a red wine. And I was thinking to myself, it's a winery. My thought is that my man, he's already talked about cigars. He's talked about yeah. liquor. He's talked about red wine. He's talked about a big steak. This is our guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, like you go to that coach's house, you've got steak, mixed drinks, red wine, cigars. It. This is a den of iniquity. We're going to have fun tonight at coach's house. I was wrong. I just thought about it. It's a cosmopolitan. Uh -huh. Is what they would drink in Sex in the City. So I take it all back. I don't know what a Manhattan is, but it sounds like a man's drink, something that you would drink in Wyoming. So I feel better about that. I there envision him with a green, with a green drink with fruit in it, drinking a Cosmopolitan. It's uh, this is why I was going to correct you, but then we we got sidetracked. But thank you for bringing this up, Corey. Good job. It's whiskey. It's vermouth, yeah. and it's it's whiskey. It's, it's vermouth right there. and it's bitters. Okay, all mm. right. Okay, I can get behind that. That's what you yeah. need in Wyoming. With it's all the oftentimes, that's right. It's oftentimes a blended whiskey, and then it's got a little bit of uh, vermouth and bitters in it. It's uh, it's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. All right. I think, and then Coach said he uh, he's, he he thinks he might want to do something in college football. I feel like he could be an occasional guest on Coach Beak, like a guest. Man, a, that's a, it. Occasional guest panelist. We're not paying him though. No, no. Yeah, we'll pay him in Manhattan's. Hey, that's in Artesia you know what, Ben. Ben, get on it. That's a, that's your <laughs> task. Reach out to our boy at Wyoming and say that he's one of our heroes on the show. And we'd love him to come on once a year, at least during the show, and just let's have fun at other coaches' expense. And when Kenny Payne gets fired, ask if he'll come on the show, too, because that'll be any day Kenny now. We might have him for New Year's. No. 
I would like to watch with Wyoming's head coach the uh, press conference from Sigs again. See what he says oh about my that. Gosh, yeah. Do you think if he if drinks we, Cosmopolitans? Sigs does. Yeah. If we assembled a panel of coaches, successful coaches, say you got Mike Shashevsky. I don't know, Roy Williams, Dean Smith, whoever. Well, we're not, not going to be out there, Roy, but yeah. But, and but not Dean Smith either. Successful coaches. Yeah. And sat down with Kenny and showed, like, watched his press conferences with them. Mm. What do you think they would tell him? Oh, like, they you're would, not going about this the right way. They this would is, point out the body language, Ira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't working, Kenny. I don't know what you're going for here. Yeah. You're not exuding strength. You're, you're worse still. at this than you are in games. And in practice, somehow, you're worse at press conferences than you are at practice. You just got housed by Arkansas State, and somehow this press conference was worse than their play. It's more embarrassing. Yeah, that's great. God, sir. He's worried about the critics. That's right. Don't like forget critics. about ArtesiaWater.com. It's a great holiday gift, everybody. Come home, tell somebody, check it out. Look what I got you. I ordered this for you. You're going to love it. It's delicious. ArtesiaWater.com. He's Ira. He's Corey. Ben does a great job producing and directing the show for us. We appreciate it. We're off next week for the holidays, but we still love you. We'll be back mm. after that. Be good. Peace.